Okay, hey y'all, welcome back. Y'all know what time it is. It's another episode of Out of the Blocks with us. And we were in New York this weekend. We had no, we, were in the the <laughs> we we were in the Big Apple. Um, we had a, some classes first before we got into the meet, which was really fun. So before we get into the meet, because I know that's what y'all came to hear, we kind of want to talk about our experiences too, because we think that it is important for you guys to see what we do on the media side. So here we are. I'm going to kind of pop it off with my experience. You know, first of all, every time that I've gone to New York, it's been real short, quick and sweet because I'm in and out for a track meet. And it's also winter, so it's cold. Um, I used to not like New York, but this time around, my views have changed. I had a great time in New York. And it also could just be the people that you surround yourself by, like around and with. Um the Magic Boost crew is such a fun, beautiful, fresh of air. We learned a lot in our media classes. We've got our stance. Are you on your stance right now, Caitlin? Girl, I'm on the edge of this seat. Stop playing with me. Okay. How big is the sun? How big is the sun, Jasmine? The sun <laughs> is big. It's big. The it's sun big. is big. Okay. And the reason why we ask these things is because this is some of the stuff that we learned. I ain't going to give off too much of our secrets, but we learned a whole lot. And we can't, secret. We can't, we can't tell them a little something, something. We can't tell them one thing. We can't tell them one thing that we learned no. in class. Dang. No. The thing is, we don't gatekeep because they got to get into it to learn. Like if they want to learn more, go to speaking with impact and get your classes. Nia, Nia and Denise. Okay, go talk to Denise and you guys could get get your training in. But I'm gonna take this, I'm taking the training and I'm gonna gatekeep it and I'm gonna keep it with Sidious and, and our lovely Magic Boost crew. Um, but I, honestly, we low key just gave them something. You just said you're sitting at the end of your seat, and then we also asked, uh, how big is the sun? They don't understand how big the sun is, though. They don't know they what don't, that's about, though. That's but the they can learn. They can learn how big the sun is by going to talk to me and Denise. You feel okay. what I'm saying? You got a point. You got a point. My fault, bro. Okay. Okay. So that's what I mean by that. But I had a really good experience. It was a learning curve for me. Also learning from the different aspects that I have to go through because I also do color now with commentating. I do color calling and then we've got mixed zone, but then we also have our podcast. And for each of those, I feel like I bring a different type of energy and I have to present myself a certain way in each of those zones. So mm -hmm. kind of like how to navigate those was fun, but I don't know. I'm also going to give my little highlight, my highlight, okay. I'm going to give my highlight and then my like downfall. And my down was never like anything to do with any of the classes or anything. It was just, it's so hard to get some proper food out there, especially as an athlete. She just don't want no chopped cheese and no bagels. She just, she just hating on the New York culture. She don't know because I spent four years. Okay, the thing is, no, Caitlin, the thing is, I'm not hating. The thing is, I'm not hating. I got USA's in two weeks and I can't be out here eating cheeseburgers and hot dogs for five days straight. Like I, mean, I can't go from Caitlin, the Olympics Caitlin, nuggets. So I grow my vegetables and fruit. Okay, I, I know Miss Girl. I know Miss Girl. 
Okay, so I can't go from eating all this clean food to for five days eating a mess. Like it was real hard to find food. That was my downfall. But like the highlight of it was definitely just like I said, hanging out with that Magic Boost crew. We did karaoke and like it was it was so impromptu and the ending to karaoke was so just mwah. shout out to that little party that came in behind and joined us to end our night off right congratulations to whoever that was getting married by the way no period congratulations to them i wish them a long healthy beautiful marriage with their partner and caitlin let, let's talk about your experience and then at the end make sure you tell me your positive negative your highlight and your little okay. you know downfall at the end for sure. Um, so yeah, y'all know I went to school in upstate New York for four years, which is completely different from the city. But I don't know. I don't like the city either. I think after spending this week there, I like it a little more. But I like every time I've been to New York City, which has been close to 10 times now, like I hate it because it's too much going on. It's crowded. It's stank. Them rats. It's too many people. Like it's your girl be getting overstimulated, so I don't, I don't be liking it. But it was fun because I got to spend the week with Jasmine and everybody else in the Magic Booze, and you know we was definitely turned. Um, I want to say one of my downfalls was the fact that we had two classes back to back from nine to five. Listen, I understand that everybody in the regular world has a nine to five job. I completely understand that. Me, Caitlin, Caitlin ain't, Caitlin ain't never had a nine to five. So when you tell Caitlin she got to pay attention to something from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., it's not going to happen. So on the last day, everybody's like, oh, like we about to go over to like the bar. We're going to have a drink. Da, da, da. I'm like, I'm trying to go home. I got bullied in the go. And it's like, no, you could go home. I was like, no, nah, y'all just bullied me for 30 minutes. Now I have to go because then I'm going to look like a butt face. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. It was definitely a vibe. It was nice seeing everybody. Um, me and Jasmine took like the cutest pictures on planet earth. So that was definitely my highlight for the week, you know, looking like the baddest bitch that I am. So, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, uh, it was just a great time. I feel like, I don't know, but it was definitely really hectic. Um, and that's part of the reason why like me and Jasmine are doing this podcast episode, because we feel as though we should be real about our experiences because I feel as though everybody be looking at us and they think wow jasmine and caitlin get the travel they probably making hella bread like they they doing what everybody want to do cool it definitely look like that on social media but that's definitely not the truth not that you know we don't enjoy our time doing what we do but it, it's still a job you know we still gotta work you know i still be if you've seen some of the texts i sent some of my friends over like the past 10 days i've been going crazy. i was about to say tell them how long you've been gone because you Girl. you've been traveling traveling i ain't been home i wasn't home for like 10 days <laughs> and that was a mess i shall say um definitely like real stressful because you know um if y'all been keeping up with me y'all know that i was in philly first then I had to go to Louisiana for a surprise movie that I can't really talk about, but y'all will see soon enough. Um, and then literally was in Louisiana for like 30 hours and then flew straight to New York for the rest of the week. So I ain't been home in a grip. Um, and all the traveling, like I said, is fun, cool being in different spaces, but it's definitely very hectic um, in terms of like shifting gears from like what I need to be doing in each space from another. Like it's a lot. So yeah. Can we talk about the mix zone because oh don't get me started don't get me started because we was talking about it in class too and you know that we was mad about it but yeah we could talk we all talk about the mix zone real quick now i i love being in the mix zone i know the athletes love seeing us in the mix zone 
But a lot of people don't realize how hectic it gets in the mix zone. And I also understand that everybody has their story. Everybody has something that they need to get. They got a job to get done. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't realize that with all that hectic madness going on and how fast paced the meet is, that meet was what, two and a half hours, two hours? Barely two and a half, girl, like an hour and 50 some minutes. Look, so they, they're going back to back to back. That means these athletes are coming through and you want to get a story. You don't necessarily just want to get who won. There's stories behind all these right. athletes. And so you're trying to collect these stories. We also have, you know, our bosses are sending us like these are the people that we're looking forward to. Make sure you're getting them. Well, I wish y'all see how long that message was. Chris, yeah. I love you so bad. Trust me, I love you. Like, I don't I don't have no issues with you. But I'm looking at that message like, you love me to remember all that. <laughs> It, and I mean, like, you know, we're trying to get everybody, but it's it's madness. It's chaotic. They had a TV there, but it's hard to get the information that you want and watch the TV at the same time, especially when the TV's behind y'all. <laughs> and the TV was cutting out. Bro, that, that was blowing me so bad because I'm like... Why is the TV not working? Because y'all asking me to ask these people how their race went. Because, okay, one, one pet peeve of athlete is you coming to them and being like, how did the race go? Like, was you not just paying attention? But I'm putting in a situation where like, I have to ask you that question because I couldn't see it because the TV wasn't working or the TV was behind me or I was too busy paying attention to somebody else because I had to get my work done. So stuff like that, I don't think people understand. And I hope that the athletes that we interview like understand that too. Cause I think we're trying to figure that out in class. Like how do we like get what we need to get while maintaining the relationships, but while also understanding that like we have to get other people like and that I don't even think we came to a full conclusion around that either but it's just y'all gotta understand man we love y'all understand that we love y'all but sometimes we can't get to everybody we can't always ask the, the really great questions that you know people are used to us asking because and it meets like these in particular not all of them when mm. there's so little time in between watching the races and like getting our jobs done we can't like do everything at once, which is something that we learned in class. Our brain can only focus on three things at one time. So, exactly. you know, if you're telling me to focus on 20 different things, I'll be sitting there looking like I'm stupid. So. <laughs> so that was like, that's just some stuff that I want people to take into consideration when it comes to working in the mix zone and then also getting these stories. Oh my gosh. My biggest pet peeve was just you know, I understand the athletes want to get through. I've been there. We, I've been on that side. Like we've been on that. A lot of other people have experienced being on the other side of the mix zone and not on the interviewer side, but on the athlete side, you're just trying to get through. You want to get through these interviews. And especially because a lot of the questions can get repetitive sometimes, but the, the time duration that you had in between each one, like one group of, of reporters was getting 25, 35 minutes. The other one was getting 15. And then the last group, which we were in was getting the butt end of it where it's two to three minutes to interview these athletes and it's just not enough time to get the questions in and you also have to understand like these athletes still gotta go you know cool yeah. they're trying to cool down they got flights to catch because a lot of them leave that same day so talking about that um it it was a little stressful back there it was a little chaotic and so you know, sorry, y'all, y'all didn't get the full interviews that you guys wanted, but everybody was loving our stuff still. And I loved that. I wish we could have gave y'all more. 
Man, look, I I think me and De- Jasmine definitely like appreciate the love that y'all was giving us this weekend. As usual, the videos are blowing up because <laughs> that's just how we do. Um, but yeah, definitely to that point, that was blowing me so bad in the mix zone because you know it wasn't really happening for everybody. It was really just like the absolute superstars, which was really a thing because you know y'all she ain't raced all year. Shorty been having the time of her life, minding her business. So this is the first time she raced, and then with Sydney as well because everybody loves Sydney. Everybody loves Sydney, so Sydney was like this big. So you know, with them two in particular, when you hogging them at the end of the mix zone or like the beginning of the mix zone, I guess, the rest of us, Jasmine, what? Our clip was like 48 seconds long, and half the clip was you asking her the question, and you know she don't really Girl, talk that one much. Question. One you know, question. One question, and y'all know Sid don't talk that much. Um, And so, like, the answer that we got wasn't really long either, and it, and she's just, she's just such an interesting person, so it's always cool when we do have the opportunity to ask her more questions, but it's like, this wouldn't be an issue if y'all wasn't, you know, it just needs to be more structured. I don't think that's like, I don't really know who to, who, who I got to talk to to fix that. Matter of fact, just put me in charge of it because y'all put me in charge of it. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is I, I don't blame them. I think that they kind of, because, you know, like you just said, it's not that many athletes that they have to do that for because a lot of right. the athletes are willing to to talk. But right. when you have an athlete at the caliber of Sid, I think that making sure that the athletes have fair time with each of the reporters or each group of the mm-hmm. reporters is very important because well, even if you got to start a timer, bro, like, yeah, put set a timer. I think something. Like and just keep, keep pushing that timer so that because I had other questions that I really wanted to ask and I'm just gonna throw some of them out here right now. Like, truthfully, so if you're listening, get on Twitter or something and respond to the message. Like, look, Sid, if you hear this, I just need you to know the questions that I want to ask is about your 400 because you've done this transition from the four hurdles to the 400, and I know everybody put this on you of. Oh, like she's going to break the world record. She's going for the world record. But was it really from Sydney who wants to break the world record or does she just want to run the 400? Maybe she just want to have fun. Maybe it's screw y'all. Maybe she's tired of breaking the world record. I mean, if I did it six times too, I'd be bored. No, I'm playing. I would have the time of my life. But either way, y'all see what y'all see what me and Jasmine saying. Like, maybe she just really want to have fun. Same thing with the thing. That was kind of like what she was saying about the fact that she wasn't competing all year. She was saying for her, she like, I mean, think about it. Like, everybody, sit and think for two seconds. A thing has done everything that she has ever needed to accomplish as an athlete by the age of, what is she like, my age right now? But like the age of like 20, 21 years old. Like, she has done everything that she like needs to do to like be considered uh, like a legitimate, I guess, athlete to go down in history. Because, you know, people like to argue about stuff like that. So she's done everything that she needed to do. The girl deserves a break because she's been on a roll for years, like since she was like 14, 15, 16 years old. That's what I'm saying. So for her, she's like, if I could take the year to just chill, knowing that I have enough in me to still do what needs to be done when the time comes, like, why am I not going to do that? Period. Like, these are the questions that I, I would love to have the opportunity to ask. But, you know, when our time gets cut short, it happens. But now that we're on talking about the meat let's talk about it Caitlin what what event should we start off with um you already know my girl lay 
my girl Kenny, we got to talk about the women's hurdles because that I think that's gonna be the race to watch next week. Because oh, I don't care what y'all got to say. I say the women's hurdles is gonna be like the premier race at USA's next week. So I think that's what we need to talk about. I agree. Like the race was close. I didn't get to actually sit and watch the race, but mm-hmm. when I went and looked at the times, and then you were interviewing the ladies, so being able to yeah. hear the you of how close Slay was coming in on I'm stressed and you know what Tiana Daniels had posted a tweet about how she wishes that you let the U.S. could take five athletes because that's just we're so deep when it comes to the hurdles it's really anybody's race who shows up and who's showing up healthy and mentally prepared for that race? Like, I can't be like, oh, Kenny's gonna win it. I can't say Lay's gonna win it because y'all, y'all going back and forth, honey. I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I think that speaks to something that I feel like I've been kind of like twiddling with in my brains. Actually, it's like most of like the collegiate season and like right now, I think track is, I mean, yes, we all focus on times, but like. I think it's getting to the point to where everybody's getting so fast. It's not even about time anymore. Like the time, like, you know what the coaches have been telling us since the day when we stepped on track, it's not about time. You just compete and the time will come. But I think that's really showing through right now because all of these ladies, we can talk about the hurdle specifically have proven that they can run 12, three legal 12, three with a hurricane at their back 12, three with a, with, with a hurricane in their face. It don't matter. These they run in times that would easily put them in the finals or put them in contention to be in the top three to, you know, medal at world championships or at the Olympics in the next year or two. So it's not about if you fast, because me and Jasmine, we were talking about this a podcast episode or so. Like, it's not about whether or not you fast, because you are. You fast as shit. Like, you fast as all goddamn hell. Let's be real. But it's about the competition. Like, are you going to be able to, to run what you need to run time aside in order to make that team in order to get on the podium in order to get to that final? That's all that matters at this point, because at this point, track and field, everybody fast. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. And that's one of the things that I feel like we talk about a lot. And we, we used to say this in college all the time. Everybody that comes into college was the best in their high school, the best in their state. It's all even playing ground once you get into college. And the same thing also transfers over to when you're in post-collegiate, whether you want to call us elite athletes, professional athletes, whatever you want to call it. Post-collegiate, it's the same thing. Everybody is a great athlete. It's just, can you show up the day of ready to compete and produce those marks? Do you have a mentality that is going to get you to that next level. It's all about right. it. a lot of it's mental. It's not even physical anymore. All of it's a mental game. So who's going to show up at USA is mentally tough. I mean, shoot, when I talked to Lay and Kenny, they said, baby, y'all got to fight for the third spot because we got top one and two. I said, period. Because, period. And honestly, I think that's how it's going to go because Kenny proved her. I mean, she used to be the world record holder. So there's that. She's proven herself time and time again. So I'm, I'm not really worried about Kenny. Um, Lay, if it's one thing she's shown this season, she going to show up. It don't matter where y'all tell her to show up, she going to show up because everywhere she's been in, she's been close and she has done everything humanly possible to either make sure she gets to that line first or like a, a millisecond behind whoever she racing. And that is going to be important in this kind of like dynamic that we're talking about. Is It's less about time and more about like, can you compete? Can you show up that day? So I'm praying everything like health-wise with her is like, okay, next week, like she's good. And like she, 
she she moving because she's been doing that all season. Third spot, I don't know who it's gonna be because honestly, everybody named Mama. The whole <laughs> field, the whole field could make it to world championships, and that's why they're not gonna give us five spots, Jasmine, because we would take over to half the final. Okay, and we want the best of the best out there, right? Okay, period, <laughs> period. But you know, the Sorry Jamaican that they have everybody else ain't gonna date. <laughs> They're not going to like that. They're not going to like it. It keeps it fair. It keeps it fun. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Lay, Lay, I just, I'm with Mo. You got to run through the line. You can't be looking to your left. You can't be looking to your right. And that's one of the things that she said that she probably did in this race is she probably looked over at Kenny instead of running through the line. And Mm -hmm. we see what happens when you run through the line because she defeated Jasmine. Okay. She ran through the line. So... Okay, let's move on though. Let's move on. Let's move on. I want to talk about Sid because she dropped that time down. Okay, little by little, she like she's moving it. And I think that's the great part because I don't really know. Yes, I know. People who are extremely consistent during, I guess, regular season, Mm -hmm. once postseason hit is reps. Okay. Now Based off of what she's ran, like, you know, I'm still team Sid. I'm still team Kentucky. Like, you know, BBN for life. So you're going to win that gold medal when it comes to Budapest in like eight weeks. However, you know, if y'all, if other people are looking at it, it's just like, okay, like she not really, like she's in medal contention, but maybe not gold because, you know, you got Marlady, you got everybody else. And like, they running 48s and whatever, whatever, having the time of their life. Cool. But like I said, Sid is a monster and she's being very consistent. So if you put two and two together, how big is the sun? It's real damn big, okay? <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, it's still Team BBN. I, like, I'm not worried about her at all. I don't think anybody's really worried about her. I'm just hoping, I don't really think she'd be on social media like that, but the times that she do be on social media, I hope she's not letting, like, them comments, like, get to her and, like, add all that extra pressure, even though I feel like I kind of just did that. I'm sorry, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I I feel in I feel different because she went to Paris, she opened up with 50. She came to New York a couple weeks later, she ran a 49.5. Mm-hmm. I feel like each time she's running, she's getting more comfortable. And like all races, it's all a rhythm. She mm-hmm. didn't open up until Paris. So now she's getting into this race rhythm. She's getting used to the the pain because I'm sure the pain, although the pains hurt when it comes to a 400 and I'm sure it hurts for a 400 hurdles, but I'm sure they're also still a different type of pain. And if someone runs the four and the four hurdles, like Ashley, you could, Ashley Spencer, you could message me and let me know if I'm right or wrong. But I feel like Feeling those types of lactic are different. Just like running an 800 and a 400 is a different type of lactic. And so I feel like as she progresses, she's about to start getting more repetitions in with this four. And she's someone that you should really watch out for because the girl's time is dropping every time that she's running. Oh, baby, it's getting scurry. I, and listen, after what Marlady ran, uh, whenever she ran, I wasn't against the, no, I think this was the race before said whatever my lady ran a couple weeks ago. I told y'all in that commentary video, she sent the message if you want this medal, you're gonna have to take the skin off your damn back and come get it from my ass. And I think Sydney is one of those people who is ready to sacrifice the damn skin off her back 
to go get that damn medal as she should and i hope she do because i think we talked about this last year or somebody brought it up about like how the u.s women haven't like not that they haven't done i don't know it's not that our 400 group has been bad because we've been extremely elite but in terms of like who's been getting medals like the past couple of years it ain't really been going we haven't had the consistency in the 400 in the past four five years to be honest usually it's it's not just one person. Normally we're in a little bit more deep when it comes to the mm-hmm. 400 and there, this is nothing against our 400 runners right now. Cause we, but, we pop it for sure. Cause, cause we got 400 hitters, but we're just usually a little bit more deep. And it's a question of dang, like how many 400 runners can we have? Usually we're coming in with buys. We're used That's to having true. buys in the 400 and we haven't had that in the past few years. And so, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting to see that transition. I think mm-hmm. every event has a, what I like to call transition year where they kind of go down a little bit and then they got to work their way back up. Yeah. And I think we'll start seeing that eventually, but I mean, the 400 is, it's a great event because it, they got so much opportunity. Mm-hmm. If they go around the 400, you could either make it in the open four. You could be put on a four by four, but not only yeah. do you get a four by four, you now get a mixed four by four. Exactly. So, it's so-, so you got endless options. Like just because you might've got eighth place don't mean you, you might not have a chance. So it's definitely, um, there's definitely options. While I do have thoughts about the mixed four by four, you know, I still can't brag about how some of my friends have Olympic medals because of that makes four by four. So, you know, I go talk too much mess about it. Um, but to, to that point that you were saying about like having them transition years, um, I feel like we talk a lot about how the women's 100 is a really young group, but I feel like our women's 400 group is super young too. Um, and even that includes Sydney too. Like Sydney's still not like, she not, she what, like a year or two older than me? We gotta um, stop calling people old. They maturing in the I'm sport. Trying find, I'm trying to find better words, okay? Maturing. Maturing in the sport is, is what we say. Thank maturing you. in My the fault. sport. Okay. Maturing. Okay. Sydney only like a year or two older than me. Um, Everybody else that we really looking at to make this team in the 400 is a lot more of like the collegiate kids. Um, that I mean, that's, that's who was making the team last year. So I don't know. We just... Uh, a younger group and eventually you know our 400 group will kind of transition into like okay like now we back to getting the buys and you know everybody could be scared of us in that particular event for a couple more years but we really working our way up to, to trying to you know break down the dynasty of the other countries right now so that's all that is we working on it and then miss ting ting a thing move finally was able to open up in the eight um I know that it it had been said and rumored and she's been entered in running the 15, but I'm happy to see her open up in the eight. And she ran a 158.73. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, welcome back, thing. Hey, girl. No way. <laughs> oh, we okay. missed her. Everybody's missed her. I really feel like she just been living her damn life. Like, and I'm so happy for her. She deserves to. Yeah. Um, in a 158, looking like she was jogging as per usual. I mean, I, I, there ain't nobody expected anything different. I don't care if she ain't raced in 11 months. She's still, she's still her. 
She, is she still, still is her. Okay. And she didn't need to because you know what? She's got the buy. So she's proved her fitness. I'm excited to see her run against Keely at World Championships. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be working. a Keely, mm-hmm. Keely been. Miss <laughs> Girl, Miss Girl been working. I knew she was going to run fast. It was some meet a couple weeks ago. Shorty had her, had her hair did. I said, listen, this is... The blonde was gonna eat every time. Keely Look. was popping. I said, Keely about to she open it up. Good. That's exactly what she did. Keely looks good. So I'm real excited about that matchup. That's gonna be a little, you're gonna be sitting at the end of your seat for Just that. Just like race. last year. Keely was on her ass last year, too. <laughs> it's gonna be a great race. We already know. Um, but I think we should talk a little bit about the men's hurdles. Because I now I'm scared. I'm scared about that too. Jasmine, can I can because you know I, I got something to say. Can I say something? Come on, talk to me. Right. Talk to me. This is my rant for this week. Just like how I was going off on everybody and their mama about Britton Wilson and how y'all talking all that mess about her at the NCAAs. I'm about to get on y'all about Cordell because all of y'all, first of all, first of all, listen, I have so much to say because them yo, where do I start? Okay, let's start with the fact that this man took three years off. Didn't run from 2020 and he didn't start running until this year. So the fact that you took three years off and still went to your national championship and run three events. Are we not talking about New York? Oh, I know, but I know, I know that we are, but I'm leading into that. I'm leading into that. I'm getting into that. I'm getting into that. I promise. I promise I'm getting into that. But look, (laughs) so. (laughs) Oh my God. I checked this out. Okay. She got feelings, y'all. She got feelings. I got feelings. I got feelings because y'all been y'all got me heated. Y'all know when y'all talk mess about athletes who don't deserve it. I'm I'm gonna say something because y'all look stupid. Anyway, so won three of his events at NCAs, right? Okay, cool. He's the man. We been knew he was the man. The y- y'all had the nerve to leave him off the Bowman City final list. Everybody like, oh well, he's D two. He just. We're going to get to that. We're going to get, just get into the hurdles. No, I'm not, we got an episode I'm not, I'm about Bowman. I'm not just okay. let me explain. Just let me explain. Okay. Like, like y'all had the nerve to leave him off the list. Okay. I'm already heated about that, but we're going to talk about that later. But then y'all was talking all of that mess. And the next day, he ran a 12 6 list. <laughs> playing with him. Okay. But then what's crazy, what's crazy, I'm, this is how I was going to get into New York. Because we was talking okay. to Devin Allen. Devin Allen, oh, okay. okay, the lead way. He ran 1304 behind the Daniel Roberts, big BBN, go Kentucky, stop fucking playing with him. Um, Devin was like, this team going to be hard to make because he was like, I can name you six dudes right now, including myself, who are going to go at least 12-0 or faster. I mean, not 12-0, 13-0 or faster. And I was like, low-key got a point. And one of the people you got to work is watch out for is a D2 dude. Who 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 got the the world on his back right now? Oh yeah, that race about to be heated. It's about to be so heated. Um, so that's why I was really enjoying like watching them race, like Daniel and Devin in New York, because when you really think about it, if you're not running twelve something, twelve oh, not even twelve something, you got to be running twelve oh. I mean thirteen oh. I'm sorry, thirteen oh. That's it. You 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 got to and. It's 13 hour bus. And the thing is, though, top, I think somebody on Twitter put the top like 10 hurdlers in the world. And I think a bunch of them were from the US. And about like 
six or seven of them out of that top 10 was on 13 or something, 13 or nine, 13 or seven, 13 or whatever. And then you had Grant and Cordell at the top with 12, nine. So it's like, what are we going to do? But it's exciting to see Devin um, back in form and Daniel too, because we already know Devin got snubbed from the Super Bowl ring. I'm going to feel strongly about that to the day. Not only that, but world, shoot. He, he got, got snubbed he got a lot snubbed last world. Devin, like, Devin trying to make his comeback on all sides. Y'all better stop playing with him. Look, um, let me tell you, Lou, Devin, Lou got you. Lou got you, and this message is just for Devin. Papa got you because we watched a lot of stuff that happened last year. It was a roller coaster of just a series of unfortunate events, but 2023 is your year. It is. It is. It really, really is. And like I said, you got the whole world behind you. Um, Listen, we got four spots, thankfully. So, you know, we praying you're going to get one. You proved yourself to be able to, like, you proved yourself to be able to prove yourself under high emotions and under, you know, very, very unfortunate circumstances, which a lot of people would have folded or opted not to race last year, but you have proven your strength time and time again. And so I'm praying that, you know, what you've learned about yourself in the past year and the things you learned about yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, and all that other stuff like that pulls through for you. But the other person that I want to talk about outside of Devin is, you know, obviously the winner, Daniel. I ain't seen Daniel race that well since he was stepping on the track with Grant Holloway back in 2018. Like, play with him. The Daniel Roberts is that. Like, he's definitely had rough seasons. Like, it, it would always be the situation where he would start off a little rough, really find his form, and it's like, okay, Daniel's back. He makes the team, and then something unfortunate always happens. And I hate that for him. Because I can only imagine the mental toll that they have to take on you for you to finally get to the place that you know you're supposed to be. And then you get there and then like you fold, like I would cry. And it's not that it happened once. It's happened several times to him. So I'm praying that, you know, with the new coach, I feel like I think he's under new coaching this year. Um, Under the new coaching, the fact that him and his wife just got married, like all like the positive things that are happening for him actually translate into something that'll be positive in Budapest in eight weeks because he looked really, really good in New York. Um, and so did Devin. Like both of them was it, it was raps for everybody else. So yeah, I mean, they they looked real good. And I'm excited to see Daniel back. Like you said, we haven't seen him look this good since 2018. He's had some races in between where he has looked this good, but it hasn't been consistent. And to see this just a few weeks going into USA's. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's exciting. I can't wait to see what he produces. And as we're kind of talking about this, I am so sorry, but there, I just gotta, (laughs) unless you're Devin Allen at this point in the season, I don't, I don't want to hear nobody talking about, I ain't done no speed. (laughs) I knew it was coming. I know she's about to say this. I know she's about to say this. (laughs) Y'all might come after me and all y'all want I don't care I don't want to hear it because it's cap I call cap for you guys to be like I ain't done no speed work and it's June like in June it's June and you ain't done no speed work I'm sorry but have you if you've been racing you've done speed work 
Okay. If you've done anything over, if you've done anything under a 150, you've done speed work because I know you're not running a 150 slow all the time at practice. You've done speed work. Now, Devin, an athlete like Devin, I can understand because he was in football season and he just started training for track again. So I can understand him doing speed work, track speed work and not football speed work because he's done speed work football wise, but we know track speed and football speed ain't the same. Now, Devin, I'm going to stand 10 toes down. I'm, I hear you when you say I haven't done speed work yet. I hear you and I can believe you. Everybody else, cut the cap, please, and thank you. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired. Anything after April talking about I ain't done no speed work. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. And it's no shade to nobody. It's no shade, but I don't no say with it. No shade with it. Unless you may have been hurt previously. If you are hurt and you just started training, then okay, I get it. But if you've been competing, you've been in races, you've been training, I'm sorry. I digress now. I'm done. Jasmine just lit y'all asses up. Um, But, uh, you know, she's not talking about nobody in particular. So, you know. It's not to anybody. It's just, honestly, I have been hearing that. And it's not just one person. Now it was said in New York. It was. Oh, well, anyways. So we don't it, get canceled. And it's no shade to that. But no shade. No shade with it. No shade with it. Um, yeah. We somebody gotta be the bad guy. Because the next thing I want to talk about is you know, I'm gonna say, congratulations, Darnell, on your national record 983 manifestation times a million. Shorty said in his notebook, I run 983 today. And what he ran 983. Um, so congratulations to you. I know you was turned doing backflips. I don't know. Hopefully you probably wasn't taking those shots. You got, you got stuff to worry about. You were doing something I'm sure to like, you know, be happy. And I think you should be proud of yourself. And this is one thing I was saying on Twitter when I was arguing with folks. Okay. That's going to be the last thing that we talk about. Cause Jasmine Loki has to leave in like nine minutes. Um, but this is what I was talking about on Twitter yesterday when I was like, what are y'all going to do when somebody breaks you saying post record? And I think one of the comments I replied to somebody is like, if anything that our athletes have proved and like the past, well, since COVID is that anything can not just can, but will happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And so to see Zarnell like write that in his notebook and then to actually see it manifest on the track, I mean, it's just, it's it's a lovely thing, I shall say. So, no, I, I 100% agree. So when I'm talking about saying I ain't done no speed work, it's no shade to his performance. Mm-hmm. You know, you you've done speed work at some point in your training. It may not have been getting pulled over speed, but you've done some form of speed work. Right. But again, 983 is no joke. You're moving down Like you stepping down that track and that's someone that everybody got to have their eyes on because where, where are you going? Hold on. You trying to get a medal? Wait a minute. Look, I, know, I know everybody was looking at Marcel to be the European savior, but it might just be Zarnell. Like, I don't but, know. That's, that's how I'm feeling. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he produces going into the rest of his season. I really am excited about that. So, yeah, I think it's time to uh, shut it down because Caitlin's laptop done died and I got to go to work. She got to go, go to work, work, man. She got to work. Can, can we take 
three minutes to probably talk about Noah. I feel like that's kind of what oh. everybody else needs to talk about too. We're not we're not going to harp on it for too long. Okay, um, quick. We'll do but quick. Just, I got something to say to all of y'all in them Instagram comments that eat me alive. Um, actually, I can't say what I want to say because I'm gonna get in trouble. But just know, y'all need to take the stick out your butt. That's all I got to say. All I got to say is he's tied with that record. And I'm so sorry. Like, y'all know, I love me Team Jamaica. If I wasn't American. Okay. She was rooting for Jamaica in the 4 by one last year. Like, at this point, she is Jamaican. I'm locked in with y'all. I'm I'm locked in with Team Jamaica. But that record's about to be gone. Because you guys have to realize he's got to go through rounds at USA's that he's probably going to run 19 in all three of those rounds, but at least once. So that record's going to be his by himself. And then he's going to go off to Worlds. And he's also going to run 19 seconds at Worlds. So, Mm -hmm. and then you've got to remember, he's probably going to be in Diamond League meets as well. Diamond League final. So he's good. That record is, it's his now. It's his. And we also have to respect that you saying respects that records are meant to be broken and we can't be upset about a record being broken. If you saying ain't mad about it, why are y'all mad about it? Y'all shouldn't be mad about it. You guys should, kudos, like, great. That means we got to find another Jamaican who's going to break your record. Okay. Like, do y'all not know what in, and you saying is locked in. Like, y'all gonna act like y'all didn't just see them hugging like they was best buddies for their whole life like so, it's like some months like not months y'all don't I talk about say best buddies but like he's they not best buddies but you like you know like, they locked in they locked in you know what I said like they they forehead to forehead about this whole record thing I feel like I mean I don't really know for real but I'm pretending like they are to make me sleep at night one thing about you saying is he loves track and field and he's just always gonna support he's gonna support greatness he's never been a hater of nobody you saying is just such a magnificent athlete he's a magnificent person person he loves the sport and he is always going to support somebody who's doing well he's never going to throw shade at anybody and he's going to have fun okay. while he's doing it. his time is done okay the, he's done passed the baton on and it may not be to a jamaican but he's passing the baton on like let's just enjoy the ride let's see what noah does noah is his own person he's not usain bolt noah he's is no noah lyles and so let's enjoy the noah lyles show we got to enjoy usain and we love and miss usain being on the track but let's just enjoy the noah show right now because that's what it is it's a noah show it is it sure is and 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 then it's the last thing I'm gonna say, so Jasmine could go make her money because you know she 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 got to make her bag. Me too. I got five minutes. Um, people talking about he's mediocre. So you telling me the defending world champion, the the man who just broke the record, that's mediocre. Me, mediocre. I must be below dog shit. If, if if everything that this man and others have accomplished is mediocre, oh wow. Wow, Jasmine, we ain't shit. I would hate. Look, don't speak for me. Shit. <laughs> don't speak for me. I, I know where I'm at. I am shit. You don't speak I'm for glad. me. Don't ride me in that. But no, I think people call him mediocre. You guys are just being haters. Like, honestly, it, you don't love the sport if you're going to call somebody who's doing great things mediocre because you know that it's not mediocre. It's okay to support your country, your people, but like, don't disrespect. Don't be weird. Don't be weird because y'all being weird. And I don't like that because if it was your, if it was your people doing what he was doing, you'd be like, oh, it's lit. Like, shut up. So anyway, but yeah. Um, yeah like i said jasmine gotta go to work uh tell the kiddos i say hello i will you know i just 
we will be back with a USA preview next week. And then the, the week after that, we're going to do a USA recap. And then we got a, a special episode for y'all getting heated about the environment. Because I got some things to say. And a lot of them are positive this time. But I still got some negative things to say. But, you know, we're going to wait for that. So I got a whole bunch of fun things to say. I can't wait till we talk about the Barrow Man. We're going to get into these uh, USA previews. Then you guys know y'all are going to get a little review. But also make sure you guys tune in to Sidious while we're at USA's. And, of course, um, our live shows after. And if you're there, we got we to gotta run Sunday morning. So I'm just, I'm trying to plug this all in at once. If I miss something, y'all, make sure you guys are following Sidious on Instagram so that you guys can stay updated with everything that we got going on at USA. Super excited. Y'all won't see me doing no post-race interviews. I will not be in the mix zone because I don't compete until Sunday, unfortunately, but fortunately. Um, so I'll be doing some of the stuff from our Airbnb and we'll see what kind of content we could get into from there. Period. Um, but yeah, we love y'all. Peace out. Have a great day. Great evening. Great week. Mwah. All right. Bye, y'all.